Jennifer Jones paints large. She shares the origins of her recent exhibition, Big Dogs, Large Stories, and why she enjoys working on large canvas. She also shares how instruction has informed her work, her experiences with art consultation, exhibiting work, and what's next. I'm Amy, and he's Brent, and this is Lacrosse Local. My name is Jennifer Fisher Jones. I was born in Grinnell, Iowa. Painting is something that's been in my bones since I was a little kid. I was one of those children that was drawing on anything that would accept a crayon, much to the chagrin of my parents. <laughs> but people fostered my creative notions all the way up until I went to college and I graduated with a studio art degree and kind of kept going with it from there. Also done a fair amount of sculpture, but painting is the thing that stuck with me the most because I can really do it anywhere. You could have a current show called Big Dogs, Large Stories. They seem to be very vibrant and color, playful. Can you tell us about that show? I'm a series artist for the most part, so I'll grab a concept and run with it as long as I can. And this one's been going on since 2018. And it started, like many artists, uh, around the holiday season, I was painting pet portrait commissions to kind of get some extra money. And I uh, was fascinated with the process and the, the stories I would hear from owners. Some of the pets had passed on, some were just uh, dearly beloved. And I started to nurture that connection with the humans. And it was really, really beautiful and amazing. And some of the images and compositions that were coming out of these little paintings, I thought these would be really cool if they were big. And I have historically enjoyed to paint big, so this is not a new thing. So I couldn't really find anybody who wanted me to commission me to paint a giant <laughs> portrait of their dog. So I thought, I love my dog and my dog's pretty cool. And if I don't, you know, if nothing happens with it, fine. I have this huge portrait of my dog I can hang in my house. I had a roll of canvas and I taped it up on the wall and just went for it. And it was, you know, it, it caught me and I knew I had to keep going. So I recruited some dogs. I put a call for dogs with interesting stories on social media and people just jumped at it. I set it up at the, as it would be a collaboration between me and the dog and the human. And so we went through the similar process as I did with these small portraits. I would draw out more stories and more anecdotes uh, from the human about their dogs. So it allowed me to tune into the human, it allowed me to tune in to the dog, and then that came through in the portrait. I feel like it, the essence is captured of the dog. At the end of the process, I would ask the human to write a page or however long, just tell, write it down. And so that is also a big component of the series. These are some, as you stated, some large scale pieces. Looking on your website, you have an image of, of it being hung up and you can really just imagine how big these are. Do you enjoy working that large? I really do. And I, I paint in all sizes, but it's always a big relief when I can paint something big again. Right now, I have some smaller like panels that I'm working on. It's six inches by eight inches. So I kind of refer to this as like a zoom in, zoom out technique. So I zoom way in, I'm working on a, you know, whatever, a little portrait or a little animal of some other, <laughs> or something, something else small, you know, have the really tiny brushes out. And then to 
jump back to something that's four feet or even three feet, it's just a great relief. But the zooming, the zooming in really informs the coming back out and painting large. So it helps my painting technique for sure. So, I mean, talking about technique and instruction, you have been instructing other students. How has this process of teaching others been a part of your life? Yeah, after I graduated from undergrad, I went back to get my teaching certificate because being a starving artist at that time was much more difficult than I thought it was going to be. And I was just working a lot of jobs and I thought, okay, I like kids. I've always liked teaching, so I'll get my teaching certification. After I did that, I moved to San Francisco right away with my Iowa teaching certification. I'd never had like a traditional art teacher gig, but I taught in a lot of community art centers, the San Francisco Art Center, places all around Iowa, private schools. And my passion with that is really helping children or adults actualize their vision. So the, the burning thing that they really want to make, like how do I make this donkey fly or something like that? So helping them figure out, okay, so how can we do that? Here are some materials that we have. Let's do it. Because you can do just about anything if you are creative about it, which um, those types of art entities allow me to do. You might not be able to do that in a regular classroom. Just dig it into you a little bit. You've also done some work in just art consolation it's led you around the United States. Can you tell us about how that fit into your life and process? I always like to say that I taught art and then I sold art and now I finally get to make art. <laughs> and um, actually now I'm doing a bit of all three. This kind of might lead into where this is going, but right before COVID-19 hit in middle February, I opened or moved into a studio gallery space, downtown Decorah. I have big hopes to be able to do all three of those things here and show other people's art, showcase my art, work here, maybe teach a little. All of that experience that I've had and over the years is kind of all coming together. But I love the art consultation. It was great. So I help people uh, develop their collections by sourcing artists. I worked with a lot of designers, but there wasn't a lot of opportunity for me to continue on that career path when I moved back to Iowa in 2001. So if people want to check out Big Dog Large Stories, how can they, they do that currently in La Crosse? Well, it's currently up at the Pump House Regional Arts Center there, showing in the front and balcony galleries. My understanding now is that people can go online or call the Pump House for appointment, and it's a certain number of days, certain hours a week. I'm not sure exactly what those are right now. Um, and they can go and have a little private viewing of my work and three other artists that are hanging there. That will be up until September 12th. And if for any reason you aren't able to go to the pump house, I have a website that's project specific and it's bigdogslargestories.com. You also mentioned COVID-19, but also I'm sure that's affected your planning for 2020. What is next for you? Well, I'll continue here in the new space that I have. I'm also trying to figure out how to showcase artist work that I have here in-house, taking a cue from how the pump house, we'll see how that goes tonight, being able to kind of keep things vibrant downtown here in Decorah. I have a couple of new series that I'm exploring right now, and we'll see if any of those take hold. One of them is three-dimensional rep representations of Zen koans. 
which has been pretty fun. They take a little longer than some of my other work, so it's a slow goer. <laughs> the abstract maps is another another way, but the primary thing is to figure out how uh, what will happen in this space. So if people want to find out more, you know, about the new space or just follow along, what's the best way for them to do that? Well, social media, Sundog Studios is the name of my studio gallery down here. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Lacrosse Local Podcast is a production of River Travel Media. Do you have an interview idea you would like to share with us? Message us on Facebook at Lacrosse Locals. Subscribe to the Lacrosse Local Podcast on your favorite podcast app. If you like us, rate us five stars. We thank you for it. <laughs>